Chronicles of PR with Cindy R. Now here's the host and founder of Rack and Roll Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. Good morning, we're live from Los Angeles, and today I have a studio head. And everybody who thinks of Los Angeles thinks of studio chiefs. And I'm here to welcome Gino Cabanis, who's the chairman of The Vine Entertainment. Welcome, Gino. Good morning, welcome. Gino? Engineers, I have a silent Gino. Hello. Oh, there you are. Hi. Hi, good morning. Good morning, how are you? Are you on your cell phone? Uh, no, I'm on my house phone. Oh, okay. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I hear you fine. Oh, good, good. Well, welcome, Gino. Welcome. Thanks for having me. I'm really glad to have the Gino Hour. It's very exciting. It's exciting. I know. Let's let's talk. Let's talk about stuff. Tell us what you mean about revolutionizing entertainment through changing the way we think about business today. You don't have to give that to us in one sound bite. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, uh, revolution is, is always a word that uh, I think you think of uh, in terms of revolting or, or standing up against something. Um, I, I think it's more of an evolution where we evolve uh, beyond the uh, the current paradigm and the perimeters of uh, of, of most current thinking. Where, uh, in order for my entertainment show or movie or or TV show or whatever to succeed, I only can go the studio way, um, and that I'm sure that holds true for most. But it, it's not the only way to. Uh, uh, to create entertainment and to get it out there uh, in today's marketplace. No, hopefully not, particularly with technology changing and all of that kind of stuff. But you and I talked about the history of movie making and how it started, and it started in a much different vein than the way that we see it today, and you felt that there was a lot to be learned from the people who came over from Europe right? You know, and started to make movies um, you know, at a time where unions probably didn't even exist yet, and you know there weren't people that were assigned to not touch the set. Right. Um, you know, so why don't you talk about that a little bit? Well, I, I think it, I think the word vain is probably the operative word there. Um, it, it wasn't as vain um, when the movie industry first started. You would look at those old pictures and you would see everyone standing around in in suits and ties. Uh, I think it was just a more respectful and in classy era uh, for films. Um, there were no uh, film uh, diplomas back then, yet uh, you know, six, seven studios were started really from the ground up um, with the only operative was to tell beautiful stories. And most of them were, were immigrants uh, from, from other countries that wanted to create something beautiful um, beyond their given circumstances and to uh, give people hope. I mean, the great the great joke for the first fifty years of movies was that the films had to end in a, in a happy ending. Well, uh, another fifty years goes by, and, and still people want happy endings. They, they they want optimism in their life. There's there's enough uh, tragedy and and, uh, and 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 really unhappy circumstances that people go to films. They 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 want something better uh, out of their lives. And as a storyteller, I think we have that responsibility to give them hope. Romance and fantasy, too. Absolutely. Escapism. Absolutely. Um, And a lot of the films that you're looking to partner with, produce, acquire, whatever the case may be, you really have this criteria where you want it to fall into the beautiful movie-making category. 
uh, beautiful, um, filled with hope, uh, and, enlightenment, um, anything that will push us forward uh, in, in a forward progressive uh, way of thought and make an audience feel that, uh, that they have hope at the end of the day. Um, uh, I know there's other films that, uh, that have different messages and uh, to each their own, but at least the stories that The Vine is interested in uh, getting involved with, whether it's a TV show or a movie or stage play, um, at the end of it all, it has to, it has to be about love. Um, it has to be about people coming together and, um, and, and being responsible for our actions on this planet. Well, I think that when you and I had a discussion about mm-hmm. the positioning of news today, I know that that was a criteria that you wanted to stay away from. You mentioned, you know, news sites that position, you know, winners of awards mm-hmm. next to people blowing up in right. wars. Right. And that was very disturbing to you. Right. Um, it, uh, it, it just seems that we, um, as a culture, we're, we're, we're celebrating um, uh, um, sort of uh, personal or artistic achievements when there's so much work to be done around the world uh, to help improve other people's lives, um, people that are less fortunate than we are. Um, and I think we can never lose sight of that. Uh, there's not that many options when you turn on the television in terms of news. You, you only see the bad. Um, and there's a lot of good that's going on in the world. And I think if, uh, if more people were aware that the amount of good that is out there, uh, that they would want to contribute uh, to help as compared to just being nullified of uh, the constant bad uh, news or PR and it's it's on all channels, uh, including sports channels. It's it's the leading thing that that most sports channels uh, start with today is, you know, so and so is in some controversy, and you know it could be one athlete that uh, is, is has a bad or negative uh, outlook, and that's the person that uh, that the news constantly harps on. But there's so many fantastic athletes that. Are, do a lot of wonderful things for for children and for charities and whatnot, and you almost never hear about those. Well, do you want to talk about the concept of the baseball bunch? Well, the concept of the baseball bunch uh, basically is a show to teach young children, uh, primarily from the age of 7 to 12, about the highlights of uh, of the game itself that go hand-in-hand with the qualities of life, uh, whether that would be uh, teamwork or enthusiasm um, effort, discipline, dedication. I mean, most of the attributes that the game is known for as a little leaguer are the same attributes that you can carry on into your professional life. So when I was first approached um, as a uh, potential producer for the show, um, I remember the, uh, the original show back in the early 80s that hosted Johnny Bench. Um, and when the opportunity came our way, uh, we got really, really excited by it as a, as a, as a deep fan of the game and the sport and what it's meant to my life. I felt that this was an opportunity to reach out, uh, to young kids, uh, uh really across the nation, across the world and let them know that this game and this, uh, will teach you the uh, attributes and qualities that you need to succeed in life. Um, so it's um, uh, it's going to air this summer. Um, it's a, uh, a, a sh- an ongoing series, um, 
And basically, we'll have uh, some of the great baseball players and athletes of uh, of today on the show that will teach young kids uh, the fundamentals of the game that will go hand in hand with the uh, the qualities that they need to achieve a success in their life. Right, and you'll have about thirteen kids, ten to thirteen kids on the show. Right, ethnically diverse. Exactly. Um, we want to talk about real life and you know real integration rather exactly. than you know. Showing all of the white kids right. that you know, sometimes television just likes to put the lens on for some reason or another. Oh, absolutely. And um, you know, sort of like the Mickey Mouse Club goes sports with very important messages. Absolutely. I mean, the Mickey Mouse Club was really good. Absolutely, was. You know, it really took pure children, and you know, some of them are doing interesting things today. Perfect examples of where the news likes to exploit. Right. Um, but, you know, when do we see a show like this anymore? You don't. Um, well, not often enough. No, and no. I mean, you know, most of the most of the teen shows or kid shows today are, you know, there's a lot of Japanese anime. Mm-hmm. Um, I find it, you know, very sad that South Park is really basically made for a children's audience, although the producers will say that it's for adults. Right. Um, is that really the appropriate, you know, you talk about negative. Your whole thing is switching negativity to positivity and changing the way people behave and their viewing habits by embracing stuff that's reflected to them on television. And then, listen, I think South Park is really funny, but is that appropriate for a children's audience? That's right. the question. Right. You know, so I hope that, you know, your mantra will wake people up and, change the way people want to embrace television. I think people are sort of addicted to watching bad news. I don't think that's really a great a great statement for society today. Well, I mean, do they have a choice? That's that's my uh that that's my thought. Um it's sort of like I, I read years ago of um a, a famous film director who will be go nameless that said that people love to see accidents on the side of the road because they want to see somebody hurt and mangled. I don't think that's true. I think people that slow down because there's an action on the side of the road wants to see if anybody needs help. Um, no, I agree with you. It's uh, Again, it's a behavioral perception and a behavioral change and people wanting to define things in a negative way, and that's right. what you're all about, wanting to change. Right. Well, um, um, it's, uh, it's what we're doing. Um, we, we are changing it one day at a time. Um, everyone that, that we meet, we reach out to, and encourage them to to be positive, to be loving, to be dedicated, to be committed. Um, uh, the, these attributes can and will change your life, um, and and those are the attributes that we will focus on uh, with the baseball bunch show, and, uh, and and encourage encourage children throughout the world. And, and this will just be something that is an ongoing entity that Divine Entertainment carries out in all of its uh, in all of its stories. Um, because I I do feel a responsibility uh, to deliver a message, and that message is love. The message is light. Uh, the message is positive energy, and especially to inner city kids who don't have uh, seemingly a lot of choices. Uh, for example, yesterday I was I was on the net looking for Hispanic distribution companies. I couldn't find any. Um, yet <laughs> the Hispanic population is uh, the largest growing population in this country, yet there isn't one company that focuses on distributing uh, content 
uh, for Hispanic people. Well, there there are you know there are arms of much bigger studios, but is that really self dedication? Well, that's that's my whole reason for wanting to become uh, a, a director and uh, a writer and executive producer, and, and then ultimately a chairman of my own company. Uh, was the the simple fact that uh, in until there are individuals that are in position to make those type of choices, um, when I started off as, a, as an actor, I had great creative freedom on stage to portray any character um, that I was good enough to win the role uh, as. And yet, when film or television, I was always relegated to playing a gangbanger or uh, some uh, drug dealer who speaks with a very thick Hispanic accent. And because you were typecast. Yeah, exa- exactly. Um, and it was, uh, and, and being typecast um, by writers who were given a mandate, well, this is, this is how, this is the type of story that we want you to write. Well, um, I don't care to be a part of that stereotype. Um, they're, they're brilliant people in, in all shapes and colors. Um, so I figured when I first came to Los Angeles 17 years ago, I looked at somebody like Desi Arnaz as a true role model, um, and I didn't want to get into uh, the infighting of uh, whether or not it's going to be cast in the next Taco Bell commercial. Well, I think that's I think it's terrific because as an actor, you felt the stereotypes, and who better to make leaps and bounds in changing the way that we do um, production and you know portray movies, but a person who knows it from the acting. Up. Well, listen, we're going to have to take a break. You have three more segments for, you know, the Vine commercial, and we look forward to having you back, Gino. Great. Thank you very much. Stay tuned. Listen wherever, whenever, voiceamerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties. At Rack and Roll Productions, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio. Rack and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production with 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E! Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. Visit us online at www.rackandrollentertainment. That's R-A-K-N-R-O-L-L Entertainment.com. Or call 1-818-597-0700. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio. Rack and Roll Productions. We do it all. www.rakandrollentertainment.com. Muscular Development presents No Bull Radio, bringing you the latest news, gossip, and controversy from the world of bodybuilding. Uncensored, uncompromised, and unrestrained in true MD style. Hosted by the infamous muscle mob, Larry Pepe, John Romano, and Dave Palumbo. Welcome top IFBB professional bodybuilders, industry insiders, and characters you won't find anywhere else every week. No Bull Radio broadcasts each Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. If you've ever wondered what the Stern Show would sound like if Howard was a bodybuilding fan, then tune in and find out. Noble Radio, uncensored, uncompromised, unrestrained. Mom? Dad? How long 
What should I wait for you? Mom? If I'm at soccer practice, what if something happens? Will you come get me? There's no reason not to have a plan in case of a terrorist attack. Mom, if you're not home, should we go to the neighbor's house? And some extremely good reasons why you should. Can you tell me? Everybody should have a plan. Take five minutes to talk about where you'll meet and how you'll get in touch with each other in an emergency. For other things you can do to be prepared, visit www.ready.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security and the Ag Council. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Cindy Rakowitz. We're back with Gene Okabanis, chairman of The Vine Entertainment, and we're here talking about evolutionizing entertainment today, making it different for the 22nd century, the 21st century, all of the millennial um, prognostications for the future. Welcome back again, Gino. Thank you. Um, listen, uh, you know, what you want to do is very, very different. If you were to play a part today, what would you want to play? Um, well, the part I play every day is uh, the chairman of the Vine Entertainment, and my role models are the studio heads from yesterday. Give us some examples. Um, oh, uh, the Warner Brothers, uh, the uh, Walt Disney, um, you know, Harry, Harry and Jack Warner, the Lemley Brothers, uh, all of these fantastically gifted individuals, most of them who did not have college educations, who had a lot of uh, spirit and chutzpah and, uh, and determination, and, and they, they built these companies by working 18 hours a day, day in and day out. Uh, those are my role models. Uh, the, the companies that are giant corporate behemoths today, um, I don't think that they have their pulse on what people really want. And you, you see that with uh, with independent cinema. Um, sure, the studios distribute those those films after they've won Sundance or Berlin or, or the Cannes Film Festival, but uh, pretty much they're not involved in the creation of those motion pictures, only in the exploitation of them. Where back in the day, um, 1939, as an example, all of those studio heads uh, really were more hands-on of the of the product that they put out. They put their name on on something. It's because it mattered. I mean, the, you know, Walt Disney comes to mind as somebody who was extremely hands-on of the uh, of of all the content that he put out. Um, until the uh, until the unions were organized, uh, and then he had a lot less control. And the unions uh, wanted to, uh, you know, to get more money and have more benefits. The irony is that they actually made less money because uh, when Walt ran the company, he'd always give them huge bonuses at the end of the year. Um, and, and so I just um, they, they had a passion that I don't think many of the studios have today. Um, where the Vine Entertainment is a passion-driven company, we have to be. Um, we're not going to uh, uh, distribute. 20 movies a year that we don't care about. Uh, we're going to make a few films a year that we care deeply about. Same thing with our television shows. Uh, everybody that works with the Vine works works uh, works works with us in a full-on capacity. Uh, if you're not a passionate person, then uh, chances are that you won't be working uh, with the Vine. Oh, and I think that's also very evolutionizing. You have to pick people. You know, that exactly. have different concepts, feelings, 
visions about entertainment today. Right. And, and, and not, you and know what? They're few and far between, aren't they? Uh, they are. Um, and, and, not, and not be afraid uh, to tell the truth. I, somebody told me uh, one time about Hollywood that it's a very phony, phony place, um, and uh, I, I don't think that's, that's totally true. Maybe it's true of certain aspects of Hollywood. I also think that Hollywood is a, is a spectacularly wonderful place. I mean, any place that made Wizard of Oz has to be pretty cool. Uh, and and that, that story has is, is endured the test of time and will be around forever because of the message. There's, there's just no place like home. And every, everything that you need is, is already within you, uh, your courage, your heart, your spirit. Um, so that that type of in, encouragement goes a long, long way. And when that film came out, it wasn't even successful. The uh, the audiences weren't ready for it. It was too much light. They had to re-release it two years uh, two years afterward. Um, then it's gone on to be a phenomenally successful in, in a type of film that will play 500 years from now. There's still not a better film today, even with all the CGI and the computer graphics, uh, which for the most part to me are... Are, are detached of uh, the artistry of the Wizard of Oz. When you look at those costumes, they were handmade. Uh, the makeup was 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 put on by makeup artists. Uh, it was it was a different, a completely different operative, and and you feel it in that film where, for the most part, most CGI movies, um, there's a detachment. You don't you don't feel, at least I don't, uh, the the excitement uh, and, and spirit. I mean, what what films that are out now can you realistically say? are going to be playing 100 years from now. Um, Wizard of Oz comes to mind. I don't know how many films that are made today that that's true of, uh, but that film had a long evolution, uh, just like Disney's early years with his, uh, wh- whether it was uh, Bambi or, uh, or Snow White. It took a long time to make those films, and they put a lot of time and effort and thought and heart into those movies. So we want to be really selective with the uh, the projects that we get involved in, and, and make sure that the producers we're working with that they've had this long gestation. I love these projects that took six years or eight years to to get made. I think that's a really positive thing. Um, I don't think that's a negative thing. I think if you give up on your project, then it wasn't meant to be. So uh, it's, it's very encouraging that your project takes a long time. Um, because it's different or it's original, then that's probably the type of project the Vine wants to be involved in. Well, I think that The Wizard of Oz is a really good example. Um, you know, and I think it's a great model also because of the limitations that they had technologically, um, how much everybody put their heart, brains, right. and souls and courage into the movie, no pun intended. Right. Um, you know, how long did it take to make? It did take eight to ten years, didn't it? Yes. I mean, movies don't take that long anymore because people are so budget crazy. Well, it's um, it's, it's 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 driven by the bottom line, uh, which is understandable. It's uh, you know, in a large degree, it's 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 about it's business. Um, but we're also in the business of uh, of exciting human beings. We're not making movies for other computers and, and detached emotionally. And that's the one thing that I, I feel is uh, in, in a lot of big films is just emotionally they're detached. And I know you know comic books are the new rage, um, and you'll see a bunch of comic book movies, and and, and they're fun, kind of light stuff, um, which is great uh, for a certain section of an audience. But uh, there's a more mature audience out there, and as as many young kids that go to the movies, we have uh, you know people over the age of fifty five. 
living now uh, more than at any other time. There, there's 40, 50 million people uh, that don't go to the movies uh, until it's the end of the year when, when films like uh, The Queen um, or Notes of a Scandal come about. And uh, there was uh, a great article the other day talking about how Britain's... Uh, movie stars are really and truly superior to the American movie stars because of their uh, their training, um, which is just another way of saying that they're uh, um, they're just more intelligent. They're they're, they're more well read, and um, you, you don't see a lot of the uh, the actresses coming that work in London. Whether it's uh, um, you know Helen Helen Mirren is fantastic in in, in the Queen or. Or, or Judy Dench, who is amazing in Notes of a Scandal, um, you don't see them running to seemingly get faceless. It's, it's okay to age in, in, in England, um, which I guess it's not okay here um, because there's not a lot of those type of roles for, for women over the age of 40, which is sad. And um, Well, I, I think that it's, a, it's an American limitation. It's, you know, it's really the American sensibilities about beauty today, more so than almost anything else. Americans get, you know, so obsessed with getting their next plastic surgery appointment. You hear about American actors and newscasters that want to have plastic surgery on their bellies, you know, early, eight months into pregnancy because they want to make sure that their figures are kept in shape. Well, as long as there is a, uh, a a premium placed on vanity over humanity, that will continue to happen. And in in an uneducated society, you will get a lot of vain people because it's much easier to slip through uh, you know a, a a local magazine at at the uh, checkout counter than it is to pick up War and Peace. Um, and 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 really, it's uh, you, you definitely feel the shift. Um, I know I feel it in my in my office, and um, you know, with with the recent uh, uh, sort of explosion of the secret is is an example of uh, of an ever changing dynamic of of people wanting truth. Um, we 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 want change, um, and we're we're about to see a lot of change in this country. Um, we're definitely going into a new direction of. Of, uh, of of how we think, whether or not people are ready for it, that's an, that's another situation. But uh, um, but people always um, uh, they're afraid of change, and, and then they learn to embrace it. Uh, because when something is good for you, um, then you will ultimately come around to uh, to that way of thinking. Well, we hope we can only hope. I thought it was encouraging news that the UK wanted to drop out of Iraq because the way that the Bush administration is going to spin it is that the Brits are bad, but the way that right. the world is going to spin it is that the US is really stupid. Right. It's um, you know, I found it to be somewhat encouraging. I, you know, it is reflecting a sea change that international influence is much more um, powerful today, perhaps, than U.S. sensibilities. I think it's very encouraging and perhaps a new shift. But we'll right. talk about that more in the next segment. You know, stay tuned. We'll be back at about three after commercial. Great. Unlimited talk at your fingertips. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties. Festivals. At Rock and Roll Productions, we do everything. 
Except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio. Rack and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production with 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E! Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. Visit us online at www.rackandrollentertainment. That's R-A-K-N-R-O-L-L entertainment.com or call 1-818-597-0700. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio, rock and roll productions. We do it all. www.rakandrollentertainment.com. The ability to wield power, shape the environment and the outcome, and the desire to make things happen are essential characteristics of all great leaders. Explore the essence of leadership from an insider's point of view on Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio, international coach, consultant, and advisor to leaders for over 20 years. Get the unvarnished, inside story on how leaders in the spotlight take the critical decisions that deliver exceptional, real-world results and why they sometimes spectacularly and publicly fail as well. Tune into Leadership Intuitions for a behind-the-scenes look at what gets great leaders up in the morning and what keeps them up at night. Go beyond the conventional advice about what great leaders are and what they do and learn how to create your own personal legacy as a leader. Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio broadcasts each Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Leadership Intuitions, power, achievement, relationships. Join Patricia Raskin, host of Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com, Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This program brings you practical and inspiring principles for living a more authentic, engaging, and passionate life. Patricia's guests will give you a formula for connecting, giving, forgiving, and miraculous living. So tune in and call in to Positive Living, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. VoiceAmerica. Cindy Rakowitz has won more awards than she can hang on her wall, including three Clios. Call in now at 1-866-472-5788 and you can have one. Okay, maybe not, but she will answer your questions. Now back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. We're back with Divine Entertainment with the studio chairman of Divine Entertainment, changing the way that we do our movies, our creative, our television. Welcome back, Gino. Thank you. You're welcome. We were talking about some pretty heavy stuff in the last segment. Lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. Um, Let's go back to the baseball bunch for a second. Mm -hmm. We didn't talk about the talent that you have already committed to the show. Yeah. Um, Well, uh, we're looking at Roger... uh Clemens to be the host of the show, and uh, also speaking with um, uh, Bob Euchre about playing the wizard, which is the part that uh, Tommy Lasorda played in the original show, and um, Johnny Bench uh, was the original host, and then uh, a lot of the top athletes are uh, will be approached to appear in the show, whether it's Albert Pujols or Derek Jeter, um, uh, and, and different uh Different athletes from uh, from outside of that as well. We're also um, looking for uh, John Goodman uh, to appear in segments uh, of the show as well as this 
uh, insanely optimistic fan who will do anything and wear different disguises to get and see get into a baseball game. Um, so it's a pretty good lineup. Uh, we're really excited uh, about the, uh, the the celebrities and, and the talent that is involved with the show, um, and we uh, we continue to put it together each and every day. And you played baseball. Uh, I did as a child, uh, absolutely. So it's a passion of yours. And where did you come? What country did you come from? Uh, my uh, my family's uh, Cuban, um, so I was actually born in Florida. They left uh, they left after the uh, revolution, um, and so I was raised uh, in Florida. But uh, baseball was the only sport that we really consumed our lives, um, and I'm very thankful for for the game and the sport because it's such an analogy for life. It's it's uh, it's the only sport that doesn't have a time clock, and in an American success. A society where time is money, and that seems to be the only message. Uh, in, in baseball, there is no real time. Um, you're, you're always in it to the last out. So. No, it's, that's that's really um, and a great analogy. When I worked at Channel Nine WOR TV, mm-hmm. um, New York's you know sports station, it was really terrific to you know go to a game and know that it could go on for the entire afternoon and evening, depending on how the plays went, not depending on time limitations. It's different. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's, uh, it, it's very, very different, and uh, I'm sure the, uh, the, the networks must love that as, as well. I mean, uh, most sporting events are two to three hours. I've, I've watched baseball games that are seven hours long. No, it's um, really true. And what the networks, the networks are forced to keep to support the baseball game and what networks have to do in terms of getting information out about their programming they always have to plan contingency programming based on that baseball game if the baseball game is over this is what's going to run and it's it's really interesting because baseball is powerful enough to break conventional logic in time and money and television airing right and I can't think of anything else that really does. I, I guess there's the award shows, and I guess there's, um, much to my disdain, American Idol. <laughs> yeah. Well, baseball truly is America's pastime. Uh, I, I know uh, maybe football is trying to uh, take that claim, but um, the, the sport is, is way too violent for it to be America's pastime. You're not going to see... Uh, you, you'll always see men love football, um, but it's an extremely violent game, and, and most of the athletes, you, you know, are, uh, are are semi, if not permanently injured after they play the game. Um, where baseball is just a lot more civilized. It's, it's it's a more intellectual game. You can go with your whole entire family, and uh, and, and and it has there's a leisure to the game that you don't find in other sports. Um, I, I'm just uh, I'm not real big on violence in any any sport that celebrates the uh, uh, celebrates violence in any way. I, I think ultimately is is not a sport that will succeed. Where um, I, I can imagine that uh, baseball will be played forever. Well, let's only hope, and let's hope that there is a need for people to interact live in a field and not only watch it on a video game or on a computer. Yeah, well, I'm not a real big uh, proponent of the word hope because it still embraces doubt. Um, I'm, I'm a bigger proponent of knowing um, and, and having a true understanding, and it just it just all goes down to common sense. So, if I were to hope, then I would I would have to admit to myself, well, uh, negativity may win out. Um, I, I can't believe that in, in any part of my fiber. 
Um, so I'm, I am more of the uh, of the belief um, that good always wins um, because uh, you know that's that's what history has really taught us. Um, there's always been wars, seemingly, um, and seemingly there will always be wars. But I have to believe as um, as we go on on this planet, uh, so many people care, and the internet is a great example of of communicating um, a higher intelligence and a higher voice. Um, I think the problem is that we uh, we don't promote that enough, which is you know it's a great thing that you're doing here on your show is to promote positiveness and, uh, and and encouragement and excitement and so on uh, and enthusiasm. I think those are the attributes that we would we should be focused on, and that's what we're doing. Uh, at the Vine Entertainment, and and we um, we're a very uh, ambitious uh, company, and we reach out to a lot of people each and every day, encourage them to do something. Don't wait for Hollywood to make your movie. Make your movie. Um, I always tell everybody, you know, live today like it's uh, like it's your last day, um, because you you never know. So do everything that you can now. Do not wait for anyone to do anything for you. Well, just just. But a lot of people don't know how to do that, Gino. That's what the problem is. Well, um, yeah, there's there's problems are, are solutions disguised. Okay, but how do you guide a person as the optimistic chairman that wants to, you know, change the way that models and movies and entertainment are put together for the next century? Okay, what do you say to a person that says, well, I can't, I need the money, what do I do? I mean, what do you, you know, how do they take charge? Do they have to have that ignition within them? Well, um, the first thing is they have to stop saying, I can't. Uh, <clears throat> as soon as you say you can't, then you're, you're right. Then you can't. Uh, uh, this isn't, uh, uh, if you want to tell stories, you can't be a victim. Um, right. First and foremost, you, you have to be fervently optimistic. No, no one asks you. Uh, to become a, a filmmaker, it's got to be a deep desire within you to tell your story. So that's that's the first thing. You have to remove all negative concepts within your mind. A positive vibration. One positive vibration is a hundred times more powerful than a negative vibration. Um, you have to be able to embrace rejection because you're going to face a lot of it and not take it personal um, and be completely professional. So you um, you have to you have to dig deep within yourself. And, and pull out the, the best of you and not the worst of you. Um, and if um, you do that one day at a time. It's, it's Sometimes not, one minute at a time. It's a discipline, particularly absolutely. in Hollywood. Absolutely. But, you know, I agree with you completely. You know, it, it's this positive vibe that can make things change. You and I both know people who are negative, and we watch them attract unfortunate scenarios. Because they wake up thinking doomsday. So if you're thinking doomsday, just like a director, the director wants to make doomsday, they know how to make doomsday. It's easy. Right. Well, and that's, that's, uh, it, it's all law of attraction, and that's part of what we'll get across with young people that are playing, uh, that, that will be watching and, and playing on our show, is uh, the fact that if you have a negative attitude, you won't succeed in baseball, you won't succeed in life. So that's where the athletes that are extremely successful in the sport will come on the show and they will demonstrate um, uh, the, the greatest baseball players in the world fail 70% of the time when they're at the plate. Um, you hit 300 in the majors, you're, you're extremely talented, you're extremely gifted. When you look at the mathematics of it, it's like, oh, my God, 70% of the time they fail. 
No, it's it's not 70% of the time they feel, 30% of the time they succeed. So that's an example right there of looking, is the glass half empty or, or half full? Well, even when it's half full, it's completely full because the other portion of that glass uh, beyond water is oxygen, which is another element that we need. Um, so there's always a way to look at any situation and get the positive out of it. Well, is that what a winning streak is, constantly thinking positively and Absolutely. reinforcing it with that energy? Absolutely. It's, it's a momentum. You'll, you'll always see, um, uh, you'll, you'll see coaches that go on losing streaks. You know, I'm reading the today's paper, and um, the Lakers are on a losing streak, and, and uh, you know, uh, Phil Jackson says, well, we deserve to be. We're not giving as much effort. Um, the other teams are playing harder. Um, and uh, those, those teams around the league that have injuries. The Houston Rockets have injury uh, to their star center, yet they're still winning. So it always goes back to effort at every level. Um, so that's the most important thing is, is, is the effort. That's what talent is. Everyone's born with talent, but the effort that you put into your talent is the difference between uh, your talent being recognized or not being recognized. Right, and I think that all comes from, like you said, what is the, you know, what's the heart manifesting? Exactly. You know, what is, and the same thing goes for people in TV, movies, um, you know, any facet of entertainment, theater, dance. Exactly. If if their heart is real and they're putting their heart into everything they do, they're the ones that are going to get the jobs and perform beautifully. It's very simple. Exactly. Um, people have, you know, things handed to them on a silver platter or, you know, or had things come to them pretty easy, probably didn't have the chance to build a heart because the heart comes from, you know, experience and sometimes learning rather than failure, sometimes just learning experiences. Exactly. Um, it, it's great to... Uh, have to overcome adverse situations. Whatever um, doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Um, so it's it's great to struggle. I I know that uh, I I enjoy struggle so much that uh, I oftentimes I create a new arena to struggle in. Like uh, you did, I'm, you I picked a beautiful place. Your studio overlooks the Pacific Ocean. Right. It's gorgeous. Right. And basically, you said to me, well. You know, I don't really know. I, I don't really know how I'm going to do this, but I'm going to do this. Right. I mean, wasn't that the way of thinking? I'm going to have this. This is going to be my studio. Right. I'm going to be right across the street from Lowe's during, you know, AFI and right. all of that kind of stuff. I don't want to schlep in. I want to have the parties for people who are attending the Lowe's hotel conventions. They could come to my place. I'm not going to go to theirs. Right. I'm going to be the heart of this entertainment filmmaking universe. Right. And you knew it was going to work, and you just started moving in there. I mean, isn't that really the essence of what happened? Well, um, the basic thing was just the feeling uh, that I had deep inside my soul. Um, and it always goes back to uh, not how I can serve myself, but how I can serve others. Uh, and when I thought that I could have a really great career as a an actor or a director, um, having the gifts to, uh, to to do those two jobs, um, I thought, how many people can I actually put to work as an actor or director? And when I started thinking bigger picture of really putting good people to work, uh, what came to me was uh, start a studio. Um, and I'm not in competition with any of the studios today because their um, uh, their, their film production is like five percent of uh, of what they do. They do so many other different things. 
were un- only interested in creative content. And Walt Disney said something in the early 30s to his brother um, in terms of uh, his brother Roy asked, how can we be competitive? He said, we've got to make better movies. Um, that's still true today. And, um, and, and how... You know that's you know whether it's a movie like uh, Crash uh, that 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 was uh, you know won the Academy Award last year, uh, you know, Little Miss Sunshine. You see these independent films; they represent, I think, uh, um, the independent spirit of uh, making anybody believe. Yeah, I can do that too. That's why there's so many independent films. It's a new, it's a sea change for sure. We're going to take a break, and then you're coming back, and we're going to finish up talking about the independent spirit. Okay, Perfect. take a break. Hosts on your cell phone by clicking the banner on our homepage, News Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties. At Rack and Roll Productions, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio. Rack and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production with 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E! Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. Visit us online at www.rackandrollentertainment. That's R A K N R O L L Entertainment.com. Or call 1 818 597 0700. Charity events, TV specials, radio. Rack and Roll Productions. We do it all. www.rakandrollentertainment.com. West Coast Business Review and host Amy Campbell presents Show Me the Business. Each week, you'll hear exciting guests give you vital information on advancing your business and career. Learn how others have built their empires, from best-selling authors to renowned entertainers. Listen every Tuesday, 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon Pacific time on VoiceAmericaRadio.com. Visit our website at www.WestCoastBusinessReview.com. West Coast Business Review's Show Me the Business, connecting you to the business world. Free yourself from the prison of your conditioned thoughts and destroy barriers that hinder your success. Tune in to Empowered Living, Life, Truth, and Being Free with host, speaker, writer, and personal coach Steve Maraboli. Steve and his expert guests take you on a quest for truth and highlight philosophies and strategies that help you release your greatest self. It's time to shake off mediocrity, destroy personal barriers, live up to your greatest potential, and align with happiness, success, and excellence. With Empowered Living, Life, the Truth, and Being Free with Steve Maraboli. Broadcasting every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Empowered Living, Life, the Truth, and Being Free. Release the power within. VoiceAmerica.com Get free advice from crisis communications guru Cindy Rakowitz now. Call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now let's get back to more stars of PR. Here's your host and founder of Rack and Roll Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. 
We're back with the Vine Entertainment and the chief of the Vine, Gino Cabanas. Gino, is good stuff. Are you having a good time? No, I'm having a blast. Are you having a blast? Are no, you an I'm early having... person? Yeah. Do you get up early usually? I do. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. Do you stay up late at night too? Uh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Sleep is overrated. Hey, listen, um, I want to talk a little bit about... Um, you know, some of the things that you've done to get your message heard while I was over at your studios, your beautiful studios Thank on you. the Pacific Ocean, right near my favorite sushi place, mm-hmm. Shiroku. It's yes. really good. Did you yes. ever go there? Uh, all the time. It's so yummy. Well, <laughs> when, um, By the way, when Christina and I went after meeting you, they gave us free chocolate. I, I guess this was all the positive vibes. But, you know, just on the house, they gave us their, you know, Free wonderful chocolate volcano ice cream dessert. You can't beat that. I mean, come on. Yeah. It was really nice. Just a gift from heaven. Yeah, absolutely. It was very, very nice. We, we looked at pictures that you had where you were protesting in a very creative way. Why don't you talk about that? Um, well, about 10 years ago, I started my first film office on Wilshire Boulevard, and I had written a uh, screenplay about the, uh, the trial of Socrates. And really, it was my reaction to uh, the, the trial of the of the century that was in the media uh, at the time, which was a trial about a, a, a nameless celebrity. And I thought to myself, that's not a trial of the century. The trial of the century would be uh, um, yeah, the trial of Socrates. Uh, that that was an important trial. Without it, there would be no such thing known as free speech. So I wrote a screenplay about Socrates and. Uh, um, and I let my hair go really long and my beard go really long, and everywhere, uh, everywhere I went uh, was being questioned as uh, not being real. So uh, I took to the streets, um, much like uh, we took to the streets in, in the 60s, which I missed, um, and, and protested against things that were wrong. So I went up and down Wilshire Boulevard with play cards that said, uh, you know, give Give hugs, not drugs. Um, you know, to 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 live with passion is a choice. Um, and we just we there was twenty of us. Um, we went and hugged everybody up and down the street. We went to AFM and we protested the uh, uh, the, the movies that exploit women for no reason uh, other than to make small money um, and uh, and challenged the the uh, status quo. But uh, first and foremost, I did it so that. I could send out a message that I wasn't looking to be part of uh, the problem, um, but actually was uh, going to be part of the solution, um, which is to encourage people to start your own production companies. I mean, especially today with with the net, um, if YouTube proved anything, it, it proved that you can you can succeed without uh, um, you know the sort of the big studio infrastructure of today. Right, right. In a way, you know, companies like YouTube, um, Rever, etc., have, you know, eliminated the middleman in many ways. If you produce great film with funny messages that people want to watch, you're on. Exactly. There's nothing to stop you. You can't say the what-if word. Exactly. And I think that it's a wonderful... There's, you know... Never mind hope, it's being done. Anybody really can be a filmmaker. Exactly. So, anyway, exactly. continue. Well, I mean, that was, uh, that was foremost on my mind uh, when, when I started the, uh, the Socrates Project, um, was to walk around and, and meet a lot of the top people in town, uh, not looking for a job, uh, wasn't looking to work, 
uh, for any of them. I don't like the feeling of working for anyone. I like working with everyone. At the same time, I don't want to be anyone's boss. I want to be everyone's leader and challenge everybody else uh, to be their own boss. That's how I run my company. Everyone that works in my company is responsible for their department. Um, they're the boss of their own department because at the end of the day, no one really likes a boss. We love leaders. We don't have enough good leaders out there um, because too often people put themselves in position of power and they won't throw a hand down to help somebody else stand up. Well, um, that's not the adage that we believe in at, at the Vine. And I didn't see a lot of uh, help when I, when I went around town. I saw a lot of control. Um, and if you're gifted, then we will buy you. Um, no, if I'm gifted, um, I, I will help you as much as you'll help me. And so I, I go, I go um, uh, just one day at a time, one step at a time, with that philosophy of um, I'm, I'm not going to hand anyone fish, but I'm going to teach them how. Well, yes, and that's a, it's an ancient philosophy. You exactly. teach a village how to fish, and they'll sustain themselves. Exactly. Um, and you know what? I have to say there are companies that do follow that model. It's rare, very rare. But the companies that follow that model end up doing very well. It's not, uh, you know, the boss says to do things this way. It's teaching experience and helping they could as- hoping that they could assimilate this experience to what they want to do. A great model is international licensing, for example. Right. Companies that license product overseas, you know, the better philosophies are the companies that say, I'm going to teach you what we know, now localize it. Right. It's thinking globally and acting locally, which is a model that generally works worldwide. Right. Um, and I think that's a reflection of your beliefs, period, of teaching people what you know and, you know, helping them, helping them, not bossing them, right. helping them grow to their own, you know, positive capacity. Oh, absolutely. I've had people that have worked with me, and uh, I've... Um, encourage them to go out and start their own uh, their own companies, which which they've done. So, um, by no means uh, do I care to control anyone. Um, my my main concern my main concern is just creating a flow uh, and not a control. Oh, and I think that's great. Well, we're going to have to close. You know, when we have fun, it goes really really fast. Absolutely. Um, I want everybody that's listening to go ahead and look at www.divineent.com. Divineent.com. Gino, you are a fabulous person to have on the show. I'd like to have you again. It just went so fast. We were free-flowing. Well, thank you so much uh, for having me on the show. It was uh, fantastic speaking with you. Well, anytime. And again, look out for the Vine Entertainment and Gino Cabanas to change the way that we do entertainment in this century. Thank you, Gino. Thank you very much, Bye bye. Thank you for listening to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Please come back next and every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific time for more insider information on the world of public relations with Cindy Wackowitz on Stars of PR. We'll see you.